What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 65. We are on episode 65 already? Damn! 65. What up, babe? Bay is in, in tune with the pod, too. What up, babe? What's the deal with you? Um... We on episode 65, man. Episode 65. We're live as well on Instagram Live today. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to try some stuff out. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to try some new stuff out. You know, see if the headphones are working and everything. So I'm guessing, you know, the headphones are working. So um, I'm glad people can hear me. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, you know, how's everybody's week? No, you know what I'm saying? You know how every time we do it. How's everybody's week been? You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all have had a good week. Um, uh, I have, I had a good week this week, man. It was, it was, it's pretty dope. Um, pretty laid back and relaxed. Like, you know, this semester, you know, I can see how this semester is going to be. You know, I talked about last week, like it's about to be a lot of booked and busy, you know? So, um, just getting prepared for a lot of, uh, my first like hosting branding event, you know what I'm saying? Personally, uh, one of the organizations, uh, one of my, organizations wanted me to host a branding event uh, I don't I think it's going to be a panel discussion um, but I was honored to be asked to be on the panel or host the event well you know just be a part of the event um, so I'm, I'm excited to do that um, it's not like I haven't done events in the past it's just now I feel as though I can you know um, it, it, it feels like I can now just do it without being nervous and scared and because I've learned a lot you know what I'm saying I've learned a lot about um what it means to brand for yourself and you know how to brand um if you are an entrepreneur in any type of field you know I and like I said an entrepreneur is literally promoting doing it yourself it, it, and that's what it is is literally doing it yourself creating your own brand creating your own music creating your own creating your own when you when you start your own business you're an entrepreneur in whatever field um and genre or whatever you want to you want to call it you know it's you're you're an entrepreneur and at that point um i feel as though i'm i'm at a point to where i can give my my wisdom um and my knowledge, because uh, like I keep saying, I'm a baby in this game. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still learning. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still progressing. I'm, I'm still taking in a lot of things. But um, I'm two years as an entrepreneur and a, uh, almost a year and a half as a um, as a podcaster. So I've been doing this for a little bit, you know, and looking at a lot of people who've asked me questions that I, I look up to, you know what I'm saying, that I have... Um, really been studying and really, you know, really been sitting here like, man, I've been studying you. You asking me questions? Like, it, it, it really, like, it really humbles you sometimes. And it really just, really just shows you, like, damn, you're really doing something because the people that you are looking up to, and there's a lot of people who have asked me questions about podcasting, about branding, about starting a business, period, that I look up to that have started businesses. You know what I'm saying? That I've literally started their own shits and I've looked up to them you know what I'm saying like it's an honor and it's so humbling 
You understand what I'm saying? So I'm I'm never shy of giving wisdom. I'm never shy of giving opinions. And I'm always never shy of asking now. You know, my mama would always beat it down my throat. Like, you got to ask. You got to ask for help. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to ask for help. And it was a time where I did not ask for help. I think I talked about this one time. I, it, was, it was a time where I didn't ask for help. Like, I didn't like asking for help. Like, help. I, I did not like asking for help because I felt like I could do it on my own. But it was it came to a point in my life where I was just like, I can't do it on my own. I need help. And the people around me were there to help me, to, you know, help me on my feet. And it was like I was always trying to help the other person but never letting somebody help me. So I had to let people start to help me. And once you start letting people to help you really grow not only just you know financially but really spiritually emotionally and mentally like help you grow and everything and offer those areas it's it's amazing to see so it it was it's, it's just beautiful you know what i'm saying like this 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 week was just amazing um just just getting acquainted with my classes and everything so this week was not tired you know i'm not tired this week it was a great week you know, like I said, my birthday is coming up. I will keep saying that. Hint, hint. Um, I won't be having an episode on that day either because that's the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, February 3rd, there will not be an episode. I'm letting people know this early. February 3rd, there will not be an episode of the Opinionated Brother podcast. Why? Because it is my goddamn birthday. Okay, I'm going to be drunk those days. Okay, February, probably January 31st because that's my bro Leslie's birthday. Shout out to him. So I know I'm turning up. I'm taking a drink for his ass. I know that for sure. Okay, I'm going to be drunk all week. I'm turning 25. Okay, I'm living it up. Okay, okay, I'm living it up. Okay, period. So no, I'm not going to have an episode. Now, I will continue posting on the pod and on the on the Instagram and shit, but no, no, no. I'm going to live, and I'm not going to give a damn, okay? Okay? Y'all going to leave me alone. <laughs> that was primarily for Beto, because she be, she be on that bullshit, man. She be on that bullshit. Yeah, but I I love that she's a faithful listener though. Like that's that's real love though. That's real. Love. Like <laughs> but no, I I'm that serious. I won't be having a, uh, a podcast on February third. But February twenty. But the next week I will be having one. Um. But favor the the first week in February I will not. That's my birthday weekend. It will not happen. Um. I will be celebrating. Um. If you want to come celebrate with me, you can. Um. So little itinerary will be February second. Um, I'll be going to the Bob that night. So if you want to come kick it with me, um, come out, you know, show some love. You know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'm, 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 I'm playing it crazy this year, y'all. The, these outfits about to be hype. Like I got the shoes, I got the pants, I got the shirt, boy. <sighs> Listen, I'll tell y'all what I got next week, <laughs> but just know I played it. I'm playing it crazy, man. I'll probably just let y'all see it when I when I when I post it when I wear shit. All right, but anyway, anyway, I've been talking too much. Let's get into the show. <laughs> Let's get into the show for real. Um, we we definitely have a packed show for you today. Um, it's a lot to get into, but the first half of the show we'll get 
it, it will be impactful. Um, and our MVP of the week is Miss Marcia Martin. If y'all don't know Miss Marcia Martin, Miss Marcia Martin is from Blackish. You understand what I'm saying? She is the little demon Diane. You understand? And Diane, if you if you if you see if you watch Blackish, Diane is probably one of the she's such a great actress. Marcia Martin is such a great actress. And she's about to be in this movie Little with um Issa Rae and Regina Hall. Oh, this movie is about to be amazing because I felt like Marcia Martin was made for this particular role. Like this role was her role. Like she can play the hell out of a grown ass 14 year old child. Like literally. Like and I love it. And she's such a dope. She 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 she's just so dope. You know what I'm saying? At the age of like what 14, 15. And she she's she's the youngest executive producer to 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 um produce her film. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 hype as hell. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's just she's just dope. She's been such a great actress since she's been on Blackish. Um so yeah, she's my MVP of the week. And um the biggest losers of the week are um I know y'all really can't see my face because I got this damn thing in my face. <laughs> but um my biggest losers of the week this week are um those high schoolers from that Catholic school, I believe in Washington, that really degraded um, that Native American um, male who was protesting and peaceful protesting as well. Um, literally disgusted me. Like it, it, it made me so mad that this man, he was like, it was just, and, and we keep saying racism is a disease, right? We keep continuing to say racism is a disease. We keep saying, we keep, uh, continue to say racism is mental health. It ain't fucking none of that shit. Sorry. Not sorry. It's none of that. It's literally a, a learning trait that has been passed down from generation to fucking generation. You are taught to be racist. You are not born racist it is not a thing of mental health it is not a thing of like something like you know what i'm saying I, I don't i don't i don't really see it like that like when we say white people are all racist yes in a way you can say it like that however the fact that you know that you're playing on the racism card like these white people, these white high schoolers were literally were literally outside with their MAGA hats, tortured, like literally patronizing this man, like literally banging on the drums and literally just de- like, come on now, and this is how your school is represented, right? This is these are these are high schoolers from your Catholic school who disrespect. Right? Let's let's not even talk about that, right? You disrespect. These are these people were here before you before y'all even got here. Keep it funky, my nigga. Y'all didn't even oh, alright. Well and, and I, I ain't even that's not even the meat and potatoes that I won't even get into yet. But let's get into this show, man. Um let's uh Let's 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 end this R. Kelly shit right now. Um, 
Because I know after this, I'm not talking about him no more on on my podcast, uh, giving him too much energy. Honestly, um, and it's not even to just sit here and and I, and I mean it like this. Here's here's what I mean by giving him too much energy. Um, R. Kelly has been dropped from Sony Music. He he will continue to get his shows canceled. He will continue, but he will also continue to get his streams. Uh, he will continue to have money flow somewhere coming. He will continue to have. Um, a certain fan base that will continue to love him, even though they are still um, literally trying to um, be, quote unquote, oblivious to the fact of his allegations, his charges, and just saying, well, they're just, well, um, guilty until proven innocent, which they, which they already know if that was their daughter or their son, in a way, um, that they they would be upset and they would be mortified. So um, the fact that we continue to try to slander this, or not even slander, to try to hype his name up is now irrelevant to me. Um, because at this point, now it, it, it goes into a bigger picture of now how do we address this... Um, this 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 hidden um this hidden venomous actions of older black men literally preying on little black girls like that's that that's ultimately the conversation you understand what i'm saying like that's ultimately the conversation because for me it feels to me like Every other documentary and story that happens, we sweep it under the fucking rug. We're sweeping this under the rug. We keep talking about R. Kelly, but we're missing the bigger picture. There's a bigger picture here. It's literally how black men, some black men are sadistic and taking our black women. We're not protecting our black women. You understand what I'm saying? We're not doing it. We're not sitting here trying. We're not even sitting here trying to do it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we're we not even making attempts. I see people um, talking about, like, literally saying, um, we did this back in the day, so it, it shouldn't matter. What do you mean it shouldn't matter? What do you mean? That's that's That doesn't give you a justification on the fact that these black girls have, these black women, black girls, black women are black queens, right? Your daughters. You understand what I'm saying? Your mother. You understand what I'm saying? Your aunties, your grandmother. You understand what I'm saying? If this was any type of woman in your family, you would be pissed. But because it's not yours, you're not going to feel a certain way. No, my nigga, we need to change that. We need to change how we look and how we think about shit like that. Honestly. I'm about to sit here and play devil. Y'all know how I roll, man. And if y'all don't, y'all need to listen to past episodes. <laughs> Seriously. Because it's, it's ridiculous. We need to stop sitting here trying to play, trying to sit here and trying to just get a check, right? Just trying to play just to get a check. Because the media is going to try to get you a check. That is literally what it is. You understand what I'm saying? They're going to spin you, right? People speaking out about shit like this and actually having a voice and people that's listening we're literally small i'm going and i've admitted i've been oblivious 
You understand what I'm saying? I said it. I, I've apologized. If I've ever sat here and been oblivious to the fact or ever sat here and said that black women need to, if you are in the situation that you're in, if I've ever made black women feel or felt or said anything like you just needed to get out, that's, I, I was sorry for that. And I will apologize again because that shit is fucked up. You don't know the mental state of, of a person in that in that mindset. We can't all automatically blame the victim. We can't sit here and just say they needed to get the fuck out because you don't know. What if your ass was in that situation? We could say, we could say what if and then say, well, I'll blow his head off. Blah, blah, blah. Nigga, how you know? How the fuck do you know? I said last week, if B2K at the time in 2005 and six when B2K and all of them niggas was hot as hell, if y'all, if they was doing, if they was on the same shit that R. Kelly was, not saying, saying that they, they weren't though, but let's just hypothetically say they was, do you, stop it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of y'all that just are sitting here just, just playing dumb. And just acting dumb and thinking like, oh, well, they, well, this, this, this happened back in the day. So it, that's not a fucking justification. Like I said, that's never a justification. And now that I'm older and realizing shit, you know what I'm saying? 24, yeah, I gotta realize I'm still young and I'm still learning. You understand what I'm saying? But now that I'm realizing how we as a community have so much hidden problems, and we literally try to glamorize them with all our success. Like, I, I I never sit here and shun out our successes, right? Never. I'm always, I'm I'm literally the first person to sit here and say, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. I'm the first person. I love when black people succeed. I love when our, our people are succeeding and pushing forward. However, my nigga, what we're not about to do is continue to sweep the sh- our problems under the fucking rug and act like children about this shit. It ain't about to happen. We need to face our fucking problems, even if it's going to hurt. And stop sitting here acting like kids. Literally. We're scared. We need to stop being scared. We want to really move forward. We got to attack our, our core. What the fuck been going on with us? Why do we keep killing each other? Right? Why are we not coming together? Now, I will say in these last couple years, we have come together a lot more, a lot better. A lot better. And I think that that goes back to the millennium, the millennial generation, because we don't have time for this bullshit. We trying to live. And we trying to make sure our siblings live. We trying to make sure our mama live. We ain't trying to do all this bullshit on some real shit. Some, most of us. But like I keep telling y'all, we do have some, 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 uh, like I keep telling y'all, we have some, some bad apples in the sea. But like I, but going back to the, the, the initial thing, it's a bigger picture than just R. Kelly. It's a bigger picture. We need to start protecting our black women way more than what we have been doing. And I think the uh, Gillette commercial came out, right? <clears throat> and um, that was such an interesting commercial. And I have to give Gillette a lot of props for that commercial because they took a lot of flack for that. A lot of people, um, a lot of white men, uh, a lot of white people um, said that they didn't want to buy from them anymore. And honestly, I said, um, I, I, I love the commercial. 
um it it it, it, it had a diverse um variety of men on there um and it really talked about how we need to just step up and talk to our young boys about toxic masculinity and just stop saying that boys will be boys. You understand what I'm saying? We we have to change. Y'all, we got to. It, it's a bigger picture. I told you, we are afraid of the word change. We are scared of this word. As a country, we have been doing things for so long that now people, revolutionaries and everything, like we've been having people who wanted to change this country for years. And it's, and it's actually starting to happen. And we're scared. People are scared of change, even in your own city. Shit, I see it here in Grand Rapids. We scared of change. I think when I go back to the city in Detroit, I think they're more open to change because they want change. They want to embrace it. They want to see if it brings, you know, negative or positive attention. But if it, you know, let's see if it works. We have to be embrace of change. You understand what I'm saying? See and try it out. And if it don't work, then don't do it. Don't don't sit here and try to do it. But like I said, going back to the the, the this R. Kelly thing, I'm 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 pretty over um talking about him now. Uh because like I said, it, it, it he's going to keep getting talked about. He got he got dropped, like I said, from Sony Music. Um uh he will continue to get his concerts um revoked and canceled at some in some cities and some places and in some places he won't his fan base his core fan base will continue to be with him uh like y'all saw in that video of him in the club um your, some of your mamas was in there that's crazy as hell um you know uh and it it, it is what it is we just we just now have to in our own backyards, we just have to make sure we're on it. You understand what I'm saying? We just we have to make sure we don't have we have to nullify all the R. Kelly's in our community, all the Bill Cosby's in our community, all the Harvey Weinstein's in our community. We have to nullify that shit out because literally going after these young girls is really disgusting as fuck and it literally grinds my gears and it boils it boils me like it, it really it really makes me hot and i wanna just want like if y'all ain't getting slapped up in jail right now i don't know what it is like they got they must have y'all in a holding cell because that's just that's just not right it's not it's just not right but i'm done with r kelly talking about him for right now um if y'all want me to keep talking about him y'all just gonna have to give me an interesting ass topic else like he just gonna have to do something else because i'm just i'm just I'm just over with. Let's talk about let's let let I, I'll bring somebody on the show and let's talk about how we need to do better um, of protecting our kids um, from these predators. You understand what I'm saying? From predators like R. Kelly. Let's expand on the conversation. Let's go past uh, R. Kelly. You want to come on the show and let's talk about that? Let's talk about that. Let's go past that shit because it's just it's just way too much now. Like we just have to now just go past it. It expands 
on deeper conversations. Every time we hit a um, a celebrity about you know anything they've done in the past, we don't expand on the conversations that actually happen in our own backyard, in our own community. You understand what I'm saying? So we have to now learn to expand on these conversations. You understand what I'm saying? We have to understand that we have to expand on these conversations and it has to be done, right? It, it, it really has to, like seriously. So um, we're done with that. We're done with R. Kelly. But like I said, I'm willing and able to talk and, you know, dive deeper into that conversation if, if people want to come on the show and talk about that. Um, let's talk about Young Draco. Young Draco, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy had a had a had a he had a media week this week, boy. He had a media week. Now I believe everybody knows Soldier Boy is. I don't think if you don't know who Soldier Boy is, and if you listen to me, uh, Soldier Boy is um, a rapper, entrepreneur, um, shit, millionaire. You know, I've I've said on this show that there are two men that I know for a fact that probably won't go broke for a long time. And that those two men are uh Soldier Boy and Ray J. And I said I said countlessly that uh Soldier Boy um <laughs> he had the biggest comeback in twenty eighteen. <laughs> he did. You know what I'm saying? He hey hey young Draco young Draco said he had the biggest comeback in twenty eighteen. You know what? Um I'm not going to say all that. Um, I'm going to say that he created a game system that sold him about 250k just as a prototype. Um, and you know he's a great entrepreneur. I think. I think what it is is when he was younger. I think just doing too much. You understand what I'm saying? Um, being a young nigga. And just trying to put everybody on and trying to spread love to everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to spread love to everybody. But, you know, everybody not giving that love back. You know, I think it kind of puts a... a, It kind of puts like a a negative connotation on it. It makes you kind of become a savage. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I kind of see where young Draco coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because when you sit here and you try to put people on... And, you know, you're just doing it out of straight love. You know what I'm saying? Because really, it's really out of love. Sometimes people don't understand that really, I'm putting you on out of love. It's, it's really not trying to trying to sign you on some real shit. If you want to be signing me, cool. But if not, I'm just I'm just here out for love. And then, you know, he was really talking about they would um, uh, come, do a record with him, and they would sign with somebody else. And... I'm with young Draco when he said, like, he took the bullets for a lot of the music that we listen to nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the dancing, rapping shit that we fuck with now, he took a lot of bullets for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was cranking that shit. I've been dancing, rapping since Crank That. I ain't even gonna hold you. Okay? I've been dancing, rapping uh, since Crank That, Soldier Boy. And I, re- and I vague, I, not even vaguely, I literally remember um ice cube and all of the old heads literally of hip-hop literally saying oh hell no this shit was not it literally trying to get tracks with some of those dancing rappers i'm just saying i'm just saying it's not all of y'all but it's some of y'all i'm just saying and the same people that was i'm just i'm 
I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's not, don't shoot the messenger. You feel me? <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. But Young Draco really had a, a media week this week, literally um, going on uh, <laughs> um, the Breakfast Club and literally just talking about Drake and <laughs> how he made Drake's career, literally becoming a meme um, on social media. Like, literally, <laughs> Soldier Boy... It, he's entertaining. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's a whole, he's just a whole man of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like he just, he's just a big old ball of entertainment, and it's just, it's fun to watch him. I've already put that interview on the Breakfast Club in like my top ten interviews of 2019, and 2019 just started. So I'm just like, bro, I, I can't place you. I don't know where to place you, but you in our top ten already because it's just, it was just funny. I was just like, oh my god. Um, it was just hilarious to sell, and I was like, "Bro, he he made some great points." Um, you know, like I said about how he took a lot of bullets for the dance rapping era, um, and you know, working with a lot of people, you know. Um, but I will say that the image that you portray when you become when you go into this entertainment and rap game, music game, when you when you follow in that in that uh, trend, especially now on social media, and he really was one of the first artists to have really a big social media platform. That man sold fifteen million to twenty million ringtones. You can't do that shit no more. You can't. You can't on his own. You feel me? Like he he did it on his own. Like niggas can't hate like this. And this is what I hated about his interview with Everyday Struggle. Not even with Nadeska. It was with Nadeska and academics. It was like with all, like, basically both of them. The fact that Nadeska said, why do you have so many businesses? And the fact that literally academics was literally trying to shun this nigga out and being disrespectful to this man was just like, my nigga, hold up, hold up, hold up, pause, 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 pause. Everybody hold up. This nigga probably got more money than both of y'all combined in a fucking year. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much we, how much you want to sit here and talk about Young Draco's uh, antics and 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 shenanigans, because he has had some antics and shenanigans. Let's not let's not um, just disregard that. However, my nigga, I will say to this day that this nigga will never go broke. You understand what I'm saying? Because he is a hood nigga, and like he said. He said he got, it's people, it's literally people in the fucking hood, literally, no cap, in the hood trying to get fucking food stamps right now, living off food stamps. Why don't you have so many businesses? Nigga, what do you mean? You understand what I'm saying? Like, why don't you have these many businesses? Why is your money flow not running? Why is your money flow not doing this? You understand what I'm saying? Why is your money flow just coming in and going out? You understand what I'm saying? Like we're we're really getting mad at him because he's really saying some real shit, but the portrayal that he puts out to the world may look away a certain way. I say now I understand it a little bit more because I'm I'm more of a two, three dimensional type thinker now. You understand what I'm saying? We have to understand, like, listen, this man in the beginning tried to help people in the industry. People in the industry, though, don't want to fuck with you when you're doing it on your own um, and you're actually making the money, especially early. You know how we, we glorify chance now? 
Literally, Soldier Boy was doing that before a chance. You know, like we we gotta we we have to validate that. You understand what I'm saying? Like this man sold twenty fucking million ringtones by himself. He made the beat. He wrote the song. He made the dance. What do you mean? This man, like, then he came out with hit after hit. Like, don't play me. I called a lot of y'all who listen to my podcast. Period. It was a lot of it, old school people. Come on, people. It was a lot of y'all with the old school crank that kissed me through the. I six seven eight triple nine eight two one two literally came through y'all voicemail, and it said leave a message. Come on now, don't play with me. Don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with me. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's how big Soldier Boy was. And I'm not trying to justify none of his antics because he he was acting crazy. But we not about to sit here and act like young Draco just didn't, you know what I'm saying? You know, young Draco just wasn't that shit and didn't just start an era. No, he tried to help people out. Some people did not want to fuck with him and um, signed with other people and really just took from the hand and and that was trying to you know trying to help him and feed him out. And when you when you continuously get that, you you become a savage, my nigga. What do you think was gonna happen? You think he was just gonna continue to let people take and take and take and take and take and just go? No. He gonna he gonna call people out and you know it may not have been in the most you know you know the most you know um calm way, you know, but no justification for his antics, but just we just know that at the end of the day, we have to give Young Draco his props. Period. Point blank. Okay. So, like I said, I just did not like his interview with um, Everyday Struggle. I think Nadeska and Academics, which is just way out of line, and I think that's how a lot of us think in the black community um, when it comes to people making businesses. Like people just be like, "Why are you making?" Like, I- even gotten that i got oh my god i've gotten that so many times like why you got so many like businesses what do you mean like first of all my company is an overhaul is like an umbrella for my podcast and my blog which will eventually be getting revenue stream so why would not have so many businesses why don't you you understand what I'm saying? Like, why are you just not having your money flowing? And I got shit coming. Like, what do you mean? Like, you got to have shit flowing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, your money got to circulate. I'm trying to have my money circulate, not just, you feel me? Not just an in and out type of thing. I'm trying to have my money circulate. I'm trying to have this money flow. All right? Every, you got to have your money circulate. Sometimes it's not always about what you want. Lord, I sound like my mama. <laughs> Sometimes really not all about what you want. It's really about what you need. And then, then you can get what you want. You feel what I'm saying? Lord, I just had a, oh, you know how you just had like a flashback moment when your parents just told you like, you know, it's not all about what you want, it's what you need. And I just heard my mama say that in my head. Oh my God, Lord Jesus. Okay, <laughs> let's get to, um, Let's get to this white man uh, punching this 11-year-old black girl in the face. David, uh, let me get up his name. His name was David uh, Stern. David, David, David Stephen Bell. 
That's his name. David Stephen Bell um, got into an altercation uh, with an 11-year-old, y'all. 51 years old. He was 51. Okay? 51. Okay? He was 51. Okay? 51 years old. You understand what I'm saying? 6'5". Right? 6'5". No jokes. Not even playing. No, I'm not joking. 6'5", 51 years old, punched the shit out of this 11-year-old girl. And I and I and I hate to and I hate to be that dramatic, but that's how dramatic the punch fucking was. Do you hear me? Like he knocked her. Oh my god! Because I don't I don't know I don't know. Like for me, I don't know. It would have been, it would have been all types of hell breaking loose. I would have seen red. It would have been a. It would. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like. How dare you? You put, first of all, you, who you pushed her, right? You pushed her. You feel me? Um, he was booked. Um, he was booked in county jail. Uh, this happened in Black Mountain, uh, North Carolina. Um, it was at the Asheville Mall in North Carolina. Um, and he was booked in county jail, but released around 1 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, yeah, so this was a just ridiculous moment where he just literally just punched his girl in the face. Um, Two hundred and fifty pounds. It was just—I don't know how to feel, right? Like I, I because right now I—I I have a lot of heat. Like, you know, and y'all know when I say heat, I, I, I get, I get, I'm getting hot. I'm getting, I'm getting mad. You know what I'm saying? Because who are you to punch a fucking girl in the fucking face? Right? He's, he, he has 12 counts against him right now, but he was released at 1 a.m. Now, I'm, again, I'm going to play this fucking race card. This is where I'm going to play the race card. Because if it was a black man, Jesus, if it was a, it was a black man, Lord Jesus, um, we would have, if, I'm sorry, if it was a black man, that black man would have been in jail, crucified, lynched, or thrown into the wall. Like, literally, I'm not even playing, but the, then this is where, this is where protecting our black women gets me like hot. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is a black girl. 11 years old. She don't even know how to spell life yet with the L. And how dare you? How dare you? Who, like, hmm. I hope when he went home, I just, who? I don't know. I'm a, you know what? I'm a let you, yeah, that just, it pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really, it really pissed me off to the point where I'm just like, you just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. Y'all can, y'all can, it, mm, got, like, like, I mean, clean clocked her in the fucking face, y'all. Like, clean clocked her ass in the fucking face. Like, this was UFC, WW motherfucking E, boxing, like, Adrian Brunner and Pacquiao, which Adrian Brunner lost that match, and he was low-key just asking, just, just trying to just, justified but it's okay but literally clean clocked her in the fucking face and literally got off i'm i'm not here for it 
I'm not here for it. I'm 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 really not here for it. Like how di- you are fifty, you are a grown ass man, middle age AARP ass nigga, punching an eleven year old girl. I don't give a fuck what type of altercation you have. You have no motherfucking right to put your hands on a eleven year old girl. Do you understand me? You are the motherfucking adult, so you should handle it like a fucking adult. There is no fucking reason. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm cussing like a sailor today. I don't give a damn. You feel me? There is no fucking reason why you should be sitting, why your hand even should have cocked back, why your artifice should have even been in the fucking air. Because at that point, you get shot in the leg. At that point, not by me, but at that point, somebody about to bust you in the face. Somebody about to beat your ass. And I'm surprised that when I looked at your mugshot, you didn't have no bruises. I'm surprised that nobody. But maybe, you know what, it's North Carolina. I don't know if North Carolina is very racist up there. I don't know, or, you know where North Carolina is, I don't know, like, I don't know what the laws is up there, but that couldn't fly with me, could not, could not, could not, could not, um, so let's get into a little bit more positive things, a little bit, um, so, you know, MLK's birthday was just passed, uh, this past week, um, and his, uh, MLK day, uh, of course, we are, um, you know, MLK Day is on Monday, you know, and um, I'm excited because, uh, you know, we have to just remember a man who who really put his life on the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Like, and, and, and really just think, and I had to think about it really when I was, when I was like writing my notes and shit, just thinking about like MLK because I'll be volunteering um, um, for MLK, you know, MLK week and everything. I love, I love, I, I, I low-key love how Grand Rapids and Grand Valley have, like, MLK week, you know, um, events during the week and everything to really commemorate this man, this, this, this prophet of a man. I'm, and, I, and I'm sorry if that makes you mad, but literally, um, uh, this man put his life on the line, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of, a lot of people sit here and just, you know, kind of crucify him just because he was, or just sit here and just say that, oh, he was just a peaceful protester and that's it. But, bro, peaceful protests now, okay. Peaceful protests the 1950s and 60s, my nigga, half of us now would be scared out of our fucking asses. I know we would. Some of us fake, we be fake, we be fake hard. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of us would be fake art, and I'm not even going to hold you. If this was 1967, back when racism was, like, deeply hated, I don't know if I would have made it. I ain't even going to hold you. That's a different That's a different type of strength that you have to have. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why I will always have huge respect and so much humble honor for those civil rights leaders and for like 
my grandmother and my auntie and, you know, my old heads, my OGs, because that's a different type of strength that you have to live through. You understand what I'm saying? And passed on and passed on. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we have to understand we came from slavery. You understand what I'm saying? And then even just 50 years plus plus past prior, you understand what I'm saying? We come off of the civil rights movement where we get where our as where our OGs are getting sprayed with hoses. You understand what I'm saying? And that water, that water ain't pool water. That ain't pool water. They ain't jumping in no pool. They getting sprayed. Like that shit hurts. You understand what I'm saying? Like I don't know how that feels. And that's the thing. You getting beat to the ground. Like this man, like you have to understand, like this man was leading people to he 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 was trying to lead people to a new hope and a new freedom and literally took on everything that came with that positive and negative we don't understand that right some of us really are fake are fake strong fake angry we get fake mad like we really about to do something my nigga if this was 1967, if this was the 1950s to the 19 damn early 1970s, my nigga, we would, half of us wouldn't make it. Half of us wouldn't make it because we, we don't have the strength. Some of us don't have the strength to withstand what Martin and some, and some of our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents went through. Yes, that's what I'm saying. These civil, our civil rights leaders went through. Some of us wouldn't know. I'm like I said for me, I don't know, cause that's a lot, and I think about it too. I think about it a lot. Like how, 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 how did you make it? How did you make it through? How did you make it through all of that? Even dying at the age of being assassinated that year. At the age that he did, how did you make it through all of that and still be so scholarly? You understand what I'm saying? Like that's that's the type of ambition and and drive and still whole family, right? Even if you know family wasn't as great as it should have been, right? Coretta. And Martin were perfect for each other, right? We don't know the dynamics of their relationship, right? We don't know. But they were perfect for each other. It wasn't, it, it may not have been good at times, but they were perfect. And the love that they had literally, like people, it's so much to Martin Luther King Jr. that is just so amazing that we have to look at his birthday and then this day as just not being a day off. Right, because I know I'll be at work. <laughs> okay, I'll be at work getting my money, but uh, but just not looking at it as a day off, right? But looking at it as commemorating a man who whose strength and perseverance like compels to to many. You understand what I'm saying? Like compares to less, right? Like this man. A lot of us, like I said, a lot of us have fake strength. We fake strong. A lot of us wouldn't last. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like, be real with yourselves. It, 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 if it, that that type of like, they were ready to shoot you on sight. They lynched you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think I would be scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be serious. I'm gonna keep it up with you. I would be scared. And the fact that this man faced that adversity and a lot that that him taking. Those bullets, him, the civil rights leaders, the people that backed him, you know, Malcolm X, you feel me? Like, people like that, like, these civil rights leaders, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, our OGs, who decided to literally take these, like, these spray hoses, the beatings, even the deaths, Right? For us to now live in privilege, even more privilege than we had beforehand, right? Not so much in privilege, but even more privilege than we had beforehand. And that's why you need to go and listen to we have privilege because we do. So shout out to MLK. Um, If you don't do nothing during MLK week, make sure you go volunteer. Um... Grand Valley, uh, just a shout out. I know they're doing some community service learners. Um, the community service uh, for MLK Day of Service on the 26th. Uh, I think you can still sign up, but I wouldn't. I, I, I don't know. I would check. Uh, just go to their website and check, all right? Um, so your boy 45 is wild as fuck, okay? Now, as y'all know, Alabama and the Clemson Tigers, you know, went head to head. And them Clemson Tigers beat the fuck out of Alabama, 45 to like 16. And, um, man, let me tell you, uh, they went to the president's house. No, 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 no. (laughs) Now you go to the presidential, if you go to a presidential dinner, right? You go, you go expecting lobster, shrimp, steak, calamari. Right, you you expect the whole nine. You expect the spray, the fucking spray. Why? Because you won. You have done. You worked so hard the whole year that now the president is honoring you. Now, I don't like forty five. It's been said, but you know what? I thought that literally. The president was going to, you know, have the spread laid out for the Clemson Tigers because they won the national championship. They went 15-0 and this year. They beat Alabama. They won the championship. Um, uh, my baby about to go. She's about to go to work. Make that money, baby. Um, but um, literally um, got... Got the championship, got fifteen and zero. They're good, you know. And 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 you you think about it, and you're like, all right. They go into the White House. They about to get this spread of a fool. They about to get fed, boy. Let me tell you, <laughs> your your man's forty five. Literally fed them America's food, which was Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, 
and dominoes. Y'all, my spleen almost fell out my damn back. And I don't even think my spleen is in my back. <laughs> Y'all, I said I was sad for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was hurting for them because I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, why would you do that? Why would you? Why would? This is what you serve them? And then the memes started coming. And then they did the Jordan crying faces. And it was just so funny. Oh, my God. I was just sitting there like, what in the blue hell? Like, this is food that they got on the bus, my baby. This is the food that they get that they not supposed to eat during the season. This is food that they not supposed to eat during the season, y'all. Like, like they not supposed to eat this food during the season. And you giving them the food that they not supposed to eat. That they eat. And then what you get, like Big Macs and shit. Ugh, it's all cold. You can't eat McDonald's. Ah, that's so nasty. Oh, I know that food was cold. How did you even warm? Did you warm the mayo and the sauce on it? Ugh, yeah. I'm sorry, Clemson. I'm sorry, Clemson. I'm so sorry. I could I could have cooked y'all a better meal than that. I could have got y'all. I could have. I could have. I could refer y'all to some good a number of peoples who could have cooked y'all a better meal than that. Okay. Shit, y'all could have went to Logan's. Hell, y'all could have went to Applebee's. If it was, bro, you gave you gave America's food. Like you couldn't get them Logan's. You couldn't get them Texas Roadhouse. You couldn't get them like it's shit. If I'm not, if you're going to do this to me, if you're going to sit here and just give me like fast food, you might as well deck me the fuck out and get me some fucking Texas Roadhouse. I want a big ass steak. With that Midas, I want that good-ass buttery roll with the cinnamon butter. Don't play with me. I want it with the mashed potatoes. Give me a country fried steak on the side, too. Stop playing with me. Like, you, uh 45, you wild. Um, I'm briefly going to talk about Alexis Sky versus China. Uh, so, Alexis Sky and Black China uh, were fighting. <laughs> well, basically, it was Alexis Sky trying to fight Black China. In this dress where her booty just looks so just disgusting. I'm sorry to say it, but it just didn't look right. You know, it just didn't, just didn't, it just did, you know, it just, it just did it. Yeah, it just did it. Yeah, no, it just did it. So, <laughs> and, and Alex guy was trying to fight her and I was like, what is happening? What, whose house are y'all at? Is this for the show? And I said, oh Lord, um. So then, you know, Alexis Sky went over Rob's house and, you know, how the shade room just blows everything out of a portion of social media. You know, excuse me, just loves to blow everything out of proportion and everything. So um, that's really all I had to say about that. That's I, I didn't I didn't really care. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, Ariana Grande um maybe have been ripping off songs from people <laughs> so two chains and <laughs> young draco have been saying ariana been taking songs from them and shit like that which i mean i don't i i i i wouldn't hold it you know i wouldn't i wouldn't sit here and 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 say like she's not doing it because she probably is because you know I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna and and a lot of Ariana fans are probably gonna hit me with the don't do that and I'm like, but y'all know I'm going to so I'm just like, 
Um, I'm not gonna say she's not relevant because she's still she's very relevant, but she needs to stay relevant. So, you know, her market, you know, you gotta you gotta hit different markets. So, you know, she gotta stay relevant. That's all it is. Um, like I said, my MVP of the week is Marcia Martin. Um, shout out to her and shout out to that little movie. I'm excited for that. And um, these uh, white teenage kids who uh, came from this Catholic church—wow, this Catholic church in uh, Washington, I believe—and disrespected the fuck out of this Native um, Native American, I believe, Indian. Um, I know they're not the same, but I just wanted to make sure. Let me just double check. I believe um, it's a, a Native American. Um, but I was just so disgusted. I, I was not here for it. Um, yeah. Um, um, it was, it was just the fact that you are just disrespecting an elder, um, a Native American elder. Um, just, 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 it, it, it just, it was just not right. And I just, it, it just, it showed me, it showed me that we still, still continue to, 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 to haunt and continue to feed this, 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 this taught racism notion into the brains of, of so many people and people you continue and some of y'all continue to uh, continue to say that racism is a disease and it's a mental health issue i'm sorry i can't go on that train with you not not fully i can't i can't it, it like it's blatant right here like that's blatant i can't sorry like it's just disrespectful and it's just just like it's disheartening and it's still here um so we're gonna take a five minute break we're gonna come back with the opinion topic of the week we're gonna talking about pushing through are buckling under pressure. We're going to keep this conversation going of um, really just, you know, you go for 2019 and getting getting this complaining shit out of your system. Um, We're going to talk about it, all right? So I'm going to take a five, and we'll be back, all right? Love you guys. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode... Wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Episode 65, and we'll be back in five welcome 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 back to the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 65 we are back with the opinionated topic of the week man we are we are still talking to we still on this topics these these um i was looking through my notes man we still on these this this topic of uh buckling down man really really like learning your purpose and shit you know what i'm saying like understanding you know not blocking your blessings and shit. You know, last week we talked about um, blessing blocking. You know, I, I see a lot of y'all like that episode um, because honestly, it was a real episode. It was it was real. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you continue to keep blocking your blessings? Why do you continue to keep blocking blessings? And and honestly, I just watched the Jay Versace video. Shout out to Jay Versace um, about just self love and everything like that. Now, when we talk about self love, we talk about um, it's really not talking about like dis distancing ourselves from everybody in a way we're just not talking to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I I knew for me 2018 was real. It was really all about self-love. I was on that same mentality. Um really just self-loving myself and it really wasn't just distancing distancing or distancing, excuse me, myself from 
um, <clears throat> you know, people, um, but really just asking God to just take those negative, um, negative energies out of my life because I didn't need that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to love on me. You know what I'm saying? Trying to give that same love that I give to others to myself. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's the that's the 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 main thing about the self love. What I think people um, get kind of confused by is the um, the 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 really connotation and definition between that. And um, in order for you, excuse me, Jesus, this wine, man, this wine, this is this this wine for real. Excuse me. Yeah, let me get upset. Uh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay. So basically, if you what I'm saying is, really, you you can't block your blessing, you know, and and you can't keep continuing to block this this change from you. You understand what I'm saying? And what we're talking about today is really just like pushing through, or are you going to buckle buckle under the pressure? You understand what I'm saying? Because in order to get those blessings, like God is going to continue to send you things. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? I'm a wave. I'm a wave. Um, I'm God is going to continue to send you. Um, continue throwing blessings at you, right? It's and 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 before I even get into that, I, I I continue to keep saying that God answers all prayers, right? Whoever you pray to, whatever God you pray to, he or she answers all your prayers, right? That God, your God, answers all your prayers, no matter if it's what you wanted or what you didn't want. He answers your prayers, right? So, for example, I wanted a car, right? I prayed for a car so heavy. You understand what I'm saying? Back in 2015, I got it in 2016 knowing that I couldn't afford it. Knowing, deep in my heart, I could not afford it. But I got it anyway because I'm like, you know what? I I won't be sitting here driving around and asking permission for shit. No. Lost my car a few months later. We're not ready for shit sometimes, right? We rush shit, right? God answers your prayers, but sometimes he's going to answer those prayers for you to actually see that sometimes you wasn't ready for the fucking blessing, right? You wasn't ready for the blessing, right? So because now you're trying to do it on your own, And I've talked about this when you're trying to do it on your own. You are now sitting here now fucking up your own type of shit, right? When you're not letting God take control, when you're not even letting him take the reins, it's like not. Yeah, it's like you're just tugging and pulling, right? So when you let God take those reins and you let him work, you get scared, right? So are you going to push through or are you going to muggle through the pressure? Right? Because a lot of us complain. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of us complain. We complain a lot. We complain about our circumstances. We complain about our... Um, and and let me let me keep it a buck. You understand what I'm saying? Black people, we complain about a lot of shit. You understand what I'm saying? We complain about a lot of shit. But, but just people in general, we complain about a lot of shit. Period. Black people, we complain about a lot of shit. But everybody, we complain about a lot of shit. On some real shit. Like, we complain about too much. Right? We don't understand how good we got it. Right? We complain about so much. 
And we, I don't think we take appreciate, we don't appreciate the shit that we got. I think, and, and, and see, and, and, and let me just, let me just say how God works. See, this is, this is, this is how God works. God, and, and I, and I, and I've said this on my show before. My phone is off, right? I, my phone is off. My, God works in mysterious ways. I, I see, I see why he do what he, what he did for me, right? I see why he took things away from me to see shit. You know, God, he's going to take the things that you, that you love the most, right? That you wanted the most away from you to make you understand and see that you may not need it right now or need it at all. Why are you, why do we continue to complain about our situation? Why don't we try to change our situation? Oh, Todd, because we don't, or Vante, we don't have, um, the, 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 we don't, we don't have the, the, the means or something like that. Okay. How can you get it? What can we do? Right. That's what we have to come in as a community and say, what can we do? How can we help? Right. We got to stop being so damn one dimensional. It's a lot of y'all that complain about the little shit. And it's really the little shit that irritates me. The shit that you can change. Right. And that's really what I want to talk about. It's the shit that you really can change that really pisses me off about how y'all complain. Y'all complain about the shit that you can change that you don't want to change because you're used to it and you like it and you're scared of change because you're not going to like it at first but it's needed for you first of all are you going to fucking push through or are you going to fucking buckle through the fucking pressure it's just that simple it's your choice though you understand what i'm saying are you gonna buckle through the pressure and allow yourself to continue to do the same shit in 2019 that you've been doing in 2018 period you cannot continue to keep praying for a blessing and continue to keep praying, oh, Lord, just keep pushing me through and blah, blah, blah. You keep continuing doing the same shit that you was in 2018 that didn't get you nowhere in 2019. You still going to be stuck asking God to keep pushing you through and shit. And God going to be up in there filing his fingernails talking about, okay, yeah, whatever. When you When you hit him with a real prayer. Right. And and I don't want to even say a real prayer, but when you talk to him real, when you open up to him, when you start being vulnerable to him, that's when he starts to listen. I'm not even kidding you right now. That's not even a no cap zone. You understand what I'm saying? When you start to be vulnerable to God, because honestly, bro, honestly, literally, I've said and I've said this before, God is your father. You know what I'm saying? Well, in 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 the words of in 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 the words of how I of how I look at things, um, God is my dad. He's he's a parent to me. You understand what I'm saying? He's a parent. So if I do something wrong, for me, if I do something wrong, he's going to he's he's gonna smack me on my ass. He's gonna hit me upside my head. He's gonna give me a little trip, a little some shit like that. Because I'm just in, I'm I'm in tune with that, right? I've I've I'm in tune with my faith so hard that I've leaned on him so much that I I'm kind of knowing. You understand what I'm saying? He's a parent to me, and that's why I say his because he's he, I feel like he's a parent to me. He's like my dad, you know. It's it's it, and it's kind of like my own dad is literally right there with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's really like a parent really getting you prepared 
for the real world. And it's like, you have to trust him, but it's hard to trust a non-living entity, right? It's hard to trust something that's not even present. You understand what I'm saying? And that would be the arguments that they would have for me. But I was like, why don't you owe ye a little faith? Why don't you just have a little faith? Why don't you just jump out on the ledge and have faith and know that you continue to put your faith in it and you continue to keep going and push through the pressure, right? Because God is not going to put too much on you that you can't bear, right? And I may have said that crazy, but that's how I say it. He's not going to throw a lot on you. He's not going to throw so much on you that you cannot bear it. You understand what I'm saying? And trust me, it was days where I would be in my grad school. It would be days where I would be literally, literally, for example, my, my first year in grad school, like I was not here for it. Like I was scared as shit. Like I got them two B's and I was like, yes, I got two B's, but I was scared as fuck for my next semester. Like, oh shit, I got to get this. And I almost buckled under the pressure, but I said, no, I have to push through. I have to continue to elevate. I have to make sure that my mind is sitting here churning and learning and changing. I have to change how I think about how I need to study one and how I take notes, how I do a homework, how I need to stop procrastinating. Like every little thing that I can change, everything that I can change, I change, right? I'm changing. You understand what I'm saying? And the things that I can't change right now, I'll give it to God and say, listen, we gonna work on it. You understand what I'm saying? And we're working on it. You have to give yourself time to learn and work. You understand what I'm saying? Right? So are you going to push through? Or are you going to buckle through the pressure? It's all your choice. It's really your choice. It's really... you, 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 And you can't sit here and blame nobody else but yourself if you buckle through. If you, if, I mean, if you buckle under the pressure. God going to throw a lot at you because you're a warrior. If you took, if you, if you got through, put it like this, if you got through whatever you got through the first time and, and you shook that off, he give you some more. What makes you think you're not going to get through that? Right? Like, think about it. Think about what you've been through. Like, take a moment. Think about what you've been through. And let's just say. He gives you a lot more than what he gave you this time. What makes you think you're not going to get through it if you got through what you thought was so hard then? Pause. I just I mean I just I just want people to understand it. I want I want I want that to seep in because honestly, I've been through some stuff, right? And it may not be as major as some people, but for me it was hard, right? And I thought I would I could never get through it. I thought I would never get through my depression. I thought I would never get through my anxiety. I thought I could never get through it. I thought I would never see the light of day and see the other side and get back to a place of me. But I am here. You understand what I'm saying? I am a new, I am reborn and I feel great. So anything that comes my way, I'm going to attack it. You understand what I'm saying? The shoulders that I have been bearing, like literally that I, I, I put caps and weights on myself. And when you put caps and weights on yourself, you are buckling under the pressure because of a you, because of you. It's not because of nobody else. It's because of you. You're going to buckle. You're going to buckle because people said that you can't do this, this, this and that. Are you going to listen to what people telling you? 
Are you going to listen to what the hood saying or what or back home you going to listen to what people saying right here? No. People have you know how many people have said asked questions to try to put my business down, to try to put the podcast down, who look upon me and shun they light upon me because I'm not doing what they think I should be doing. Even here in GR, you feel me? Even back home, you feel like because they don't think I should be doing what they should, what they think I should be doing, it's a problem for them. Why is it a problem for you, sweetie? Why is it a problem for you, bro? For what? I'm doing what I love to do. You understand what I'm saying? And it's because you never had that opportunity. You may have never had that opportunity to do what you love to do. But because I have the privilege of having that opportunity, I'm going to take it. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to eventually, potentially, and most likely make money off of what I love to do. You understand what I'm saying? People don't want to see you succeed because they're scared of your failures. Why are you scared to fail? That is the point of success. I failed a lot already. And I love them. They have been lessons. I just said on my podcast, like literally, we have to learn how to take our losses as lessons. We have to. We we first have to learn how to take our L's. And then take and then revisit them and refocus them and revamp them as literally as literally um, lessons instead of losses. Yeah, you lost some, but let this be a lesson to you not to do this shit again. Right? Don't do that shit again. You know not to go at that company again if you don't lost some money. You know not to go at that that um, that grocery store again. If they meat bad or if they produce bad or whatever, you know not to go there no more. It's a lesson. Don't do it. Don't do it. So literally, it's basically people stop complaining about the little shit that you can fucking change. If you can change the little shit around you, stop complaining. Stop sitting here trying to complain about all this little rah-rah little shit that you can literally change in your life, in your life. You understand what I'm saying? It's your life. Change it for you. Either you're going to push through or you're going to buckle through the pressure. Stop being your own blessing blocker. Stop blocking your own blessing. Embrace your change. Embrace the change that's coming to you. Embrace it. We got to stop being so scared of it. You understand what I'm saying? Stop being so scared of the change. We are so scared of that word. I'm going to keep saying this. We're scared of change. I'm not he- I'm not here to like see. I'm-, I'm here to call everything out. You understand what I'm saying? I'm here for the good, the bad, the balance. Right? Yeah, you doing this, but we got to. You understand what I'm saying? We got to look at it from all angles and all sides and all views. We got to be more than just one dimensional. And coming from the hood, we got to be more than one, just more dimensional. I had to learn that early. Stepping into this PWI, like this PWC, this PWI, it, it made me so much more two-dimensional. So much more much more three-dimensional on how I think and how I have to um, adjust my thinking out here in this world. 
we have to be able to sit here and 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 one teach each other learn from each other and literally work together you understand what i'm saying we have to push through these barriers as a community as 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 the barriers that we have as a community we have to push through and then the barriers that we have for ourselves we have to push through and and ask for help people ask for help the people that is in your camp make sure you got genuine people around you it's all about the people it's, it's sometimes about the people around you too make sure you got people genuine people who love you who care about you who who want to see you succeed and 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 and, and prosper People that love you, who gonna tell you what you, what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. That's love. You understand what I'm saying? Make sure you are loving on your friends, on your family. Period. But only, I'm only extending help if you want it. If you don't want the help, I'm not gonna keep asking. Okay, okay. You're grown. But if you want that help, I'm willing to give it. Right. And we have to be more open minded like that. If they're open to willing to helping. We have to be able to do it. But you have to work. We got to work, people. That's the working part. That's the pushing through part. We got to work through the pressure. That's the pressure. You think you, you think you're not about to get. Come on now. Frying chicken pressure. Got to cook. You got to cook. Until it's done. Then you, That's why you get that consistency, that good consistency. When you finish a project, you feel good about it. But you went through the process. It was a process. It was pressure. It was a lot. But once you got through it, you was like, ah, this is mine. Now I can sit here and post it to the world and sit here and, you know, my boss may love this. I may, like, I love this. You know what I'm saying? Pressure, pressure makes diamonds, people. We got to push through. Don't buckle. At least not yet. Don't buckle. Come on now. So it's either you going to push through, push through, or you going to buckle. Buckle through the process. Buckle under the pressure. Your choice. All right. So that is it for the opinionated brother. We are done uh, for today's episode. I know. I know it sounded like we were like just done, but no, we're just done with the episode today. Um, shout out to six one six West for the hoodie. You feel me? Um, from the uh, not from Detroit, from the Grand Rapids area. Um, uh, I'll put their uh, information um, down. I'll you know snap a little picture or whatnot. Uh, put their information in down um, in our uh, in our description and everything. Shout out to them for the for the hoodie and everything. Um, so if y'all want to shop there, I'll give give the uh, address and everything. Link in their bios and their um, Instagram and everything. All right. So <clears throat> make sure you are here next week because, like I said, February third, um, I will not be having an episode. I will not be having an episode of the Opinionated Brother. Okay. Just wanted to let y'all know that in advance. Um, I will not be having an episode of February 3rd. That is my birthday weekend. I will be getting drunk. So I just wanted to let y'all know that I just want, I, I will be drunk. I will be lit as hell all weekend, period. It's live 25. Do you hear me? Live 25, tip, period. So, um, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Make sure that, um, if you're following us on any app service that you're making sure you rate review subscribe follow all of that good stuff um let us know how i'm doing let me know how i'm doing uh, make sure you follow us on twitter um yeah man and we will be back next week for episode 66 i love you guys peace